Starks. They are going to bring pressure again. Rogers is going to roll away. Throws it up in the air. Says a prayer. And Chance does it. He's out. Oh, please. What a catch. That's insane. Oh, my. That may be one of the great throws ever made. Moving to his left. Can the receivers get part of downfield? Rodgers in trouble. It's going to get there. He turned 32 yesterday. Does he have a vintage moment in it? In the end zone, it is caught for the win. Richard Rodgers with a walk-off touchdown. A game ender for the Packers. Giants looking for a stop. They're going to air it out. Rodgers does this better than anybody. End zone. Come. Touchdown. Unbelievable. Man, who does that better than Aaron Rodgers? Welcome to the Rodgers Hail Mary podcast. I'm your host, Nathan Spooner, and my mission statement is to bring you weekly bold predictions for the Packers, the NFL, and maybe even once in a while, a little college football. I would like to start off by giving you this thought. Bold predictions are kind of like Hail Marys. Sometimes you just have to throw them up there and pray they come to completion. The only difference is my predictions are not as accurate as Aaron Rodgers' Hail Marys. Well, it's been a while since I've been here to talk to you guys. And uh, last time we talked was before the draft, and life has happened pretty fast. Got a new job, um, have uh, broken both my arms since then, had surgery on one of them, and now still recovering from that. So life has been pretty crazy here. But we're not here to talk about me. So what I want to talk about today is predicting the entire record for the Green Bay Packers in 2019. And then in this episode two, we will just go ahead and preview the Bears game for Thursday night, week one. So let's just get right to it. A lot to talk about today. I don't want to take up too much of your time. Uh, Just getting off the holiday, just getting off a fantasy draft of my own. We did my first ever hosting of an offline draft at my place. So there were some kinks that we had to work out, but it was still a lot of fun. But regardless, again, let's get right into um, the week-by-week projections, and then we'll come back and talk about the Thursday night game in Chicago to kick off season 100 for the NFL and season 101 for the Green Bay Packers. All right, so let's just talk. Let's go ahead and just skip week one. And let's talk about predictions for week two. And we'll go week by week here. So week two is Sunday, September 15th. It's a noon game central time against the Minnesota Vikings at home at Lambeau Field. First game of the season at Lambeau in week two. And... 
we're not going to do too much breakdown here just yet. Um, game by game, really. Just going to give you my, my win-loss and maybe one thought, maybe none for each game and then go from there. But So I'm going to go ahead and give the Packers a W here. And I think either one way or the other, whether it's the Packers are 0-1 or 1-1 going into, or excuse me, 1-0 or 0-1 going into this game. I think the Packers are still going to have some things to figure out, but they're also going to have the advantage of playing on Thursday. So they get a semi-bye. They get a little extra time to prepare for the Vikings, work out any kinks that may have sh shown up during the Bears game, any nicks and bruises maybe that could have happened during the Bears game. They have time to recover from, just especially those minor ones and um, get ready to go for the Vikings. So I'm going to give the Packers the win there against the Vikings. And I might as well just go ahead and backtrack so I can also keep track in my head of, of what the Packers will do for their record, overall record. So... Excuse my thoughts. I've been, I'm, I'm a little rusty here since I haven't been on with you guys and done a recorded with you guys here in a while. So forgive any awkward pauses as well. All right. So let's go back and talk about the Bears. People, my friends have been asking me. I live in Bears country, so I have lots of friends that are Bears fans. Um... Lots of people that aren't my friends that are Bears fans and see me wearing Packers stuff or know that I'm a Packer fan asking me what I think is going to happen with this game. Do I think the Packers are going to win? Do I think the Bears are going to win? What are things going to happen? And I honestly tell them I really don't know. I hope the Packers are going to win, but I really just don't know what's going to happen. But since this is bold predictions and all that good stuff, I'm going to go ahead and say that the Green Bay Packers will beat the Chicago Bears on Thursday night, 7.20 p.m. Central Time on NBC, kicking off the new football season, the 100th season of the NFL. Packers win it. I'll give uh, my score predictions and other predictions later on. But we'll just go with that. So one and no. Then I already said the Vikings Packers beat. So they will be uh, two and oh after that game. Then week three, the Denver Broncos come to Lambeau Field on Sunday, September twenty second, a noon game. And I'm gonna say that uh This is going to be a really close game, too. So I think that, though, that the Packers win this game. And the Packers go 3-0, beating the Broncos. And let's move on to Week 4. And the uh, Packers will be playing the Philadelphia Eagles. And I'm going to say that uh, the Packers are going to lose this game at Lambeau on Thursday night football again. Uh, coming off the short week there, but it's still at home, so they don't have to do any traveling. That's a good part about it. Um, 
But uh, I'm going to say that they lose this game coming off Broncos game in week four, making the Packers record three and one. But then they get to travel to Dallas in week five on October 6th. It's a 3.25 p.m. Central Time game. And they go to Dallas to play the Cowboys. But again, similar situation when they were going from the Bears to the Vikings Thursday to the next Sunday. Um, I'm going to say that the Packers beat the Cowboys in Dallas because of that extra time playing the Eagles on Thursday and then getting so getting a seven by to work on any nicks and bruises that may have come up over the past first four weeks. And uh, they beat the Cowboys, bringing the Packers record to four and one. And then the Detroit Lions is week six on October 14th. That's a Monday night game. So again, a little bit of ex, an ex, one extra day there for the Lions. And so um, on Monday night football, I'm going to have the Packers beating the Lions for that one. Uh, bringing their record to... Five and one. Then in week seven, Packers host the Raiders. Man, Packers do take up a lot of home games early on, don't they? That's going to make for a back end of the schedule that makes it more tough, and as we already know. But uh, so they host the Raiders on Sunday, October 20th, a noon game. And I'm going to give the Packers a W there to make them. Six and one. Then they travel week eight to play on Sunday night football. 720 at the Chiefs in Kansas City. And I'm going to give the Packers a loss there. Making their record six and two. Then week nine, they travel to the, their next AFC West opponent on November 3rd, 3.25 in the afternoon at the Los Angeles Chargers. And there's no telling what's going to be going on with the Chargers here as far as Melvin Gordon goes. Um, but I think we're still going to chalk this one up to a loss. Just two road games in a row. Tough Chargers team. They are without um, Derwin James, but it's possible he could be back by this time. But we don't know if he's going to be on a snap count or anything like that at that time. Um, so his injury kind of muddies the water on, on uh, this prediction. But I'm going to go ahead and give the Packers a loss at this time. And uh, so that brings the Packers to 6-3. and three. <laughs> Excuse that uh, notification there uh, coming through on my computer as I record on my computer. But then week 10, November 10th, noon game, 
Packers come back to Lambeau Field to play the Panthers. And I'm going to chalk this one up as a win. Bringing the Packers to 7-3. And and that was the same notification coming through on my phone now. Thank you very much. Alright. Week 11 is the buy for the Packers. So I have the Packers going into the week 11 buy. Sitting at 7-3. and three. Pretty respectable I would say. Wouldn't you? Alright. Then we got the 49ers. Going to San Francisco on November 24th in week 12. It's an afternoon 325 game. And I'm going to give the Packers a win there. I just don't have much faith in Garoppolo as my everybody else does. I think he is a good quarterback, but I don't know how good he really is going to be. So, um, let's just wait and see on that as far as how good they're going to be. I'm not quite buying into the hype just yet, though. Then, week 13, Packers traveled to New York all the way on to the, from the West Coast to the East Coast, from San Francisco to New York, and they play the Giants on Sunday, January 1st, or excuse me, December 1st, which happens to be my mom's birthday, and uh, they play at noon on December 1st, and the Giants, I'm going to chalk that up for the Packers as well to be another win. Make them 9-3. and three. Who knows what can be going on by then for the Giants. It could be um, Daniel Jones. It could be Eli Manning. Uh, who knows? So, I don't know why. Just, you know, I just was saying I had my fantasy draft. Nobody drafted Eli Manning or Daniel Jones. I wonder why that is in my fantasy league. Huh, who knows? Anyways, uh, Week 14, the Packers go back home to Lambeau uh, Sunday, December 8th, noon, to play the Redskins and host them. And I'm also going to chalk that one up. Who knows what's going to be going on there, quarterback? Uh, will Dwayne Haskins be playing? Who knows? But I'm going to go ahead and chalk that one up. Jordan Reed could be injured by then. Darius Geis or Adrian Peterson could be injured by then. Um, Jordan Reed could be injured by then. I think I already said that. Um, who knows what's going to be going on there. So I'm going to give the Packers the win. Um, it'll be nice to see um, um, Justin Smith going up against his old team there. So I think he could have a pretty good game. We'll get uh, stat predictions for that some other time in a future podcast. So 10-3. and three. Then the Packers host the Bears and I'm going to give this one a loss. That is Sunday, December 15th at noon. Packers hosting the Bears, week 15. I am going to give this a loss, although uh, if I will, with this caveat, if the Packers lose to the Bears week one, then they will beat the Bears in week 15. So there's that. So, I, either way, I think the Packers are going to split one way or another with the Bears. And then we're continuing now on our end of the season gauntlet against the NFC North with uh, our second matchup against the Vikings. Week 16, Monday Night Football, December 23rd at 
Minnesota against the Vikings. And this also, I think, will be a loss. So that will bring the Packers to 10 and 5. I hope I'm wrong, but I think the Packers will split the Vikings as well. And then, with everything on the line, possibly a wild card spot, possibly maybe even just a better spot in the playoffs, maybe for the division, week 17, Sunday, December 29th, noon game, probably could be flexed, if, especially if the division is on the line, especially if the Lions are a surprise team for playoff spot. Maybe they're, they're battling the Packers for a wild card spot. Um, or maybe um, the Packers are trying to win the division. The Lions are just trying to get in the playoffs. Um, who knows? They could what it could end up being. But so that could be flexed to a different time. That's not really important right now. Who knows why I'm rambling about that? But I'm gonna give the Packers the win because there's gonna be a lot at stake for them. They know how to win when it matters. Aaron Rodgers does. Um, and so do a lot of the other veterans. So I'm going to chalk this one up for the Packers and give them an 11-5 and record. So what will that mean as far as the division? I'm not ready to crown them NFC North champs because I've been so busy I haven't time, made time to um, look at the schedule for the Bears Vikings or Lions to say who's going to have what record. So I don't feel comfortable naming an NFC North champ at this point in time. Maybe you can get it out of me after week one. So we'll see. So I'm going to have the Packers finishing 11 and 5. 11 and 5. And so let's go back now and let's talk about. The Bears game, week one in Chicago to kick off the NFL's 100th season. Um, I didn't really write down any notes for this, so I'm just going to kind of wait here, okay? Uh, the Packers and Bears, I'm going to look for Aaron Rodgers to go at this new offense with Matt LaFleur to have a pretty good game here. I think the Bears might come out hot, but I I think the back end of the Bears' defense is not as good as it was last year with HaHa Clinton Dix and without um, their, uh, their slot corner. So I'm going to go ahead and say Aaron Rodgers has uh, – over 250 yards, three touchdowns, and no picks. I'm going to go ahead and say Aaron Jones rushes for about 80 yards and a touchdown. So you know what? Actually, I'm going to back that up. Since I didn't take notes, I can back up and retrace that, right? I'm going to go ahead and give Aaron Rodgers just two touchdowns and give Aaron Jones a touchdown. And then I'll give Devontae Adams. 100 yards and a touchdown, and 
let's see here. Who's going to get Aaron Rodgers' second touchdown? Let's go ahead and give it to Jimmy Graham and see him get off to a good start for the season. And uh, then I think we could also look for maybe Aaron Jones to get a good chunk of receiving yards, um, see him get involved in the passing game, and maybe instead of him getting a rushing touchdown, maybe it comes to be a, a receiving touchdown. You give Rodgers three passing touchdowns, and, but, and then the team has no rushing touchdowns. Uh, then moving over to the defense, I look forward to seeing the defense coming out strong, actually, in this game. And I don't foresee Mr. Trubisky being much of a threat this year, really, guys. Let's just be honest. Uh, nobody expects Mr. Trubisky to be in a world-beater quarterback at all, except Bears fans. And so I'm not really worried about that. And I love our the way our defense has been shaping out over the offseason with the additions of Darnell Savage. I love it. I love that, that trade-up pick. I wasn't too hot on the Rashawn Gary pick, but I've warmed up to him. But he's not going to see much playing time, I don't foresee, or he's at least going to be in a rotational role. But I love Zadarius Smith, Justin Smith. Those guys... Uh, Look for them to do more than what you saw in the preseason. A lot of people were freaking out because Zadary Smith didn't really record any stats. Or if he did, I missed it. But really still, maybe no, really nothing in the long run. And people are freaking out. But it's preseason. As I've heard many times, preseason is all a bunch of tricks for your eyes. It means absolutely nothing. Don't pay any attention to it. Okay, so look for Zadari Smith to get a, a sack or two in this game. Look for uh, look for let's look for Jair Alexander to get a good uh, interception in this game. Kevin King is available for this game. I mean, it just looks stacked. We got Adrian Amos. I would love to see him get an interception in this game, maybe to close out the game. Uh, or to win the game, yeah, that would be pretty awesome. Um, to shut Bears fans' mouth up and uh, look for, I like to imagine, if you're new to my podcast, I like to imagine final outcomes to games. And wouldn't it be awesome to see Adrian Amos win the game on a pick six or just put the game away on a pick six? Or wouldn't it be fun and awesome to see uh, Aaron Jones Take the ball up the middle, get into the secondary, and see Haha Clint Dix with on a tackle because he took a terrible angle. Or him reading the coverage completely wrong and biting on an Aaron Rodgers look off and completely leaving Geronimo Ellison wide open for a game winning touchdown. Or MVS, Marquez Valdez Scantling. That would be awesome. And that would be completely awesome. Well, last year, I also gave out some breakout players to look forward to. I did a whole bunch more in the preseason last year. But like I said, this has been pretty crazy for me. Um, I'm even still on pain meds, recovering from surgery on my broken arm. So i sorry I have not been able to give you guys as much content as I would have liked. Um... But uh, so 
why don't I just go ahead and give you guys my pick six segment. Those of you who don't know, my pick six segment is where I go through and I pick all the NFC North teams games and then pick an other games to get me up to a total of six games that I picked and predicted the outcome of games of interest outside of the NFC North to get us up to six. So sometimes we get four games for all four Um for all four uh, NFC North teams, and then two other games of interest. And sometimes because the NFC North teams will be playing each other, then uh, we have to get some other games of interest outside of the NFC North to fill in for, to get us up to six games. So we've already talked about the Packers and Bears, and I didn't give you actual score prediction, so let's go ahead and do that. So I'm going to say that the Packers beat the Bears 24 to 21 24 to 21 and wouldn't also be fun if the uh, Bears lose on a field goal they have a chance to kick a field goal to tie it and they failed miss the field goal that would be hilarious so uh, that's our first pick Packers win 24 21 then Let's go ahead and look at the Vikings in the NFC North. They're going to be hosting this Sunday in week one, uh, the Falcons. That's a noon game on Sunday and uh, for them. And I'm going to go ahead and say that the Vikings beat the Falcons. No, actually, you know what? I'm not going to say that. Remember, I'm not scripted, so I'm going to change that up. But let me quickly go over to... I'm looking at NFL.com. I'm going to go over to ESPN.com real quick because NFL.com is not giving me a line. So let's see what I believe ESPN usually always has. Um, gives us the line here. So let's check ESPN.com real quick. So I get the producer to pull that up for me. AKA me. Yes, all right. Minnesota's favored by three and a half points. Um, but I'm going to go ahead and give the Falcons the victory here. I, I, I would like to see the Falcons win. I could care less about my own prediction record. It's not going to be good anyway. It wasn't good last year. And so um, I'm going to go ahead and give the Falcons the win there. Then let's go check out the Lions, who play at 325 in the afternoon on Sunday. They travel to Arizona to play Kyler Murray and the new-look Arizona Cardinals. And I'm going to go ahead and give the Lions the victory here. They're favored by 2.5, according to the Lions here. So we'll give it to the Lions. Then let's go ahead and look at... 
everybody is interested in what the Browns are going to do this year. So, by the way, that puts us at three games since we have Packers and Bears from the NFC North playing each other. So we're at three games. We need three more games to go. So three games of interest you are going to get here in our first pick six segment of 2019 season. So Titans and Browns play at noon on Sunday. And I'm going to go ahead and actually give this win to the Browns. Browns are favored by five and a half on the line. And um, so, yeah, this seems like a pretty solid bet to give pick the Browns there. Maybe not really a poll prediction at all. And then let's just uh, look here. Let's go ahead and go with a Monday night football contest, 9.20 p.m. Uh, week one, the Broncos at the Raiders. That should be really interesting. Joe Flacco at the Broncos. All the drama going on with the Raiders. Derek Carr, Antonio Brown, all the Virgie Incognito, Fontes Perfect. Um, they're the uh, Hard Knocks team of this year, so... Um, that should be interesting. And actually, the line has Oakland favored by one point. And from what I've been told by uh, bettors and, and booker bookkeepers and all this stuff, um, that usually when you're the home team, they usually, that usually awards you two points in the line in your favor. So I would be willing to bet that the Broncos are actually going to win this game. At the Raiders, like where's this game even be? It's still at the Open Coliseum, okay? Um, but I'm going to go ahead and give this W to the Broncos. Joe Flacco leads, team the Bronco, leads the Broncos to victory in his first game with them. So let's give that to the Broncos. Then, one more game. Let's go ahead and... Let's go ahead and stick, go with an, the, the NFC here because that's going to affect the Packers' playoff outcome a little bit more too. Um, not Giants-Cowboys. That would be too easy. Or, I think. So let's go with Rams and Panthers. That looks like an interest one. Actually, should be pretty easy to pick. Probably not a bowl prediction. But uh, both potential playoff teams. So Rams and Panthers play at noon on Sunday. And I'm going to go ahead and give that victory to the Rams, even though it's in North Carolina to play the Panthers. I'm going to go ahead and give that the Rams are favored by three points in Charlotte. And I'm going to go ahead and give that to the Rams. So hope you enjoyed that pick six segment, and we'll be right back. over the 30 minute threshold here so we're gonna keep it a little short but I just want to quickly give you um, some breakout candidates for 
the 2019 Packers here. Just for one for offense, one for defense. Probably won't make it too hard. Everybody would love to see Jay Kumaro break out. But I'm going to go ahead and go with probably the easy one here or one that a lot of people are saying. That's Marquez Valdez-Scantling. Now, to me, I would also like to see Geronimo Allison. He was basically close to his breakout year. Everybody's aware of him um, out in the league now. Uh, national media is aware of him, at least where I listen to. I don't really pay attention to ESPN or uh, FS1. Uh, NFL Network is where I pay attention to. I, I listen to DDFP and NFL Fantasy Live. Um, that's pretty much all I do. I don't really watch too much on on, on NFL either. Um, so that's all the national I really um, consume in the national sports NFL media. Um, so, uh, but Geronimo uh, Allison has made a name for himself. So that's a would be a good pick too. I picked him last year, and he got pretty close to basically being a breakout candidate before his injury. He was on his way for sure. But so I'm gonna go ahead and go with MBS on this for the offense. Um, so then on defense, breakout candidate. This is tough because we got a lot of new players. We got a lot of young players. And so I'm gonna go super bold on this one. And I don't maybe he can be considered breakout, maybe he can't. So crucify me later. But this is going to be Super Bowl because it will require this guy to actually stay healthy. And that is, you guessed it, Kevin King. Kevin King is going to break out and have an awesome game, awesome season. Finally, in his third year. Now you could, some people might pick Jair Alexander for breakout, but I feel like he's already somewhat broken out. He's already broken out. Now he can break out even further as far as making himself a Pro Bowl player and being one of the best in the league but at, at his position. But I'm going to go ahead and go with Kevin King. Finally breaks out. And I'm not saying he's going to be better than Jair Alexander at all. But I'm just saying he's going to make a name for himself in the NFL. And the, 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 the league is going to look at the Packers' top two corners and go... Oh crap, we have to play against those guys. Who, what side of the field are we going to go throw to? Can't throw to Alexander's side, can't throw to King's side. We're screwed. So look for Kevin King to be the breakout candidate for the defense. Well, thank you for listening. You can follow the podcast on Twitter at 12 Hail Mary. You can follow me personally at God Sports USA. My name is Nathan Spooner again, and um, look forward to hearing from you guys. We do have a hotline that I haven't even looked at in forever. I don't even know if it's still active. So let me, I'll just go ahead and on Twitter when I post this, I'll give you that hotline so we can get your takes. And we like to try to get your guys' bold predictions involved in the show as well. So feel free to give your input uh, for week two. When we play the Minnesota Vikings, um, do that through Twitter you, um, with hashtag bold predictions. And uh, we'll look forward to hearing some of your guys' bold predictions for week two. And let's hope that the Packers have a great week 
in week one in Chicago. Forgive me if this sounds kind of weird tonight too. I, or if I sound tired or quiet, I am recording this at 11.40 p.m. local time here in Chesterton, Indiana. And I had just got done with the live draft. That took over three hours to get through um, just because we were had some people that were kind of new to fantasy football as well. And we had some people on video chat that we were working with. So it's been a long day. I'm a little tired. So uh, I'm sorry if it came across that way. But I had a little energy left. And I wanted to just go ahead and get this going so that you guys can consume it with all the other podcasters and everything else you'd like to listen to. Um, I want to give you time to get this in as well. So thank you again for listening. And until then, and until next time, go Pack Go. He fumbles, he fumbles, hits Green.